From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Well, it is a steamy Tuesday morning. Heat index probably already at 120. And it seems that uh, with, with the heat... Kids just like to do bad things. I guess so, Derek. What you're referring to, you and I texted a little bit over the weekend, or my wife showed me while we were down in Meridian, which we'll talk about here in just a few minutes, but she showed me the headline. Could you read the headline to us again, possibly, uh, from the WREG? You and I talk all the time about why do we do this podcast. People ask us, why do you do a podcast? And and I told people, actually, in Meridian this past weekend, I told Heather's uncle, I said, you guys do not understand the Clear and Ledger, the Jackson paper, Jackson News, does not come north of Madison. They just simply don't, could care less about DeSoto County. And we joke all the time about Memphis only comes south when something bad is going on. So give me the headline that I'm talking about from the weekend. The headline from WREG, Hernando police issue warning as reports of juveniles committing crimes pour in. Pour in. (laughs) juveniles pour in so if I, if you click on the thing and you read it police in Hernando Mississippi say a group of juveniles are wreaking havoc around the city police say one of the main concerns is juveniles running up to people and shooting them with either water beads or foam darts Derek we talked about this on our show the other day mm-hmm. I'm convinced my window was broken by one of these uh just hellions we'll call them hellions or whatever but here's the best part to me police also say these roughly dozen juveniles are loitering littering drinking using drugs driving dangerously and harassing people Derek did I just describe to you the plot of the movie Days and Confused yes. I mean literally yes <laughs> And that, that was in about, what, a 24-hour time? It was that one was day. the 24-hour. That was hour. one day. Right, but I'm just laughing how Memphis News does not cover Hernando, does not cover positive things in DeSoto County. The amazing county we live in, the great schools, it's amazing. That's why we do this podcast. The UGW podcast literally exists for things like this. Police also say these roughly dozen juveniles are loitering, littering, drinking, using drugs, driving dangerously, and harassing people. They don't come down and talk about our wonderful uh, valedictorians or our wonderful, uh, you know, Kids well, that, the growth that we're having that we exactly. talked about all of this, right? I mean, you know, they'll hear about it once it's finished. They'll hear about it once you know more families move out of Shelby County, come to DeSoto County. Right. So, real quick, could could police also say these roughly dozen juveniles in Shelby County are loitering, littering, drinking, using drugs, driving dangerously, and harassing people? Couldn't it simply say Shelby County as well? So, anyway, I know we've gone a little bit long, but I'm simply saying that quite a dramatic um, headline. Quite a dramatic story. This is what they have to talk about when it comes to Hernando, Mississippi, as awesome it is. I do like the, the end of this article, though, real quick. Investigators claim that these minors will be arrested and charged accordingly if it happens again. But at this time, officers are asking parents to take care of this and discipline their children. Probably didn't have a lot of the issues with discipline 50 years ago. No, no, they did not. They did not. You know, basically, we have just a bunch. Well, we have uh, Randall Pink Floyd. Yeah. 
Uh, we've got him hanging out in the parking lot. Yep. Um, we've got uh, Wooderson. Wooderson. Yeah. Out there in the Walmart parking lot. Wooderson was 26, yeah. dating high school girls. Yeah, by so the that's, way. That's, that's what's going on in Hernando right now, Matt. In, ni- in 2021, this is not 1979. Again, we've run long, but I do. Uh, our listeners uh, know our sense of humor. Our listeners know how frustrated you and I get when it comes to the Memphis news coming down and uh, lecturing us about raising our kids and stuff like that, while not even really shining a light on some of the different things that might have gone on in the last year when kids weren't in school in Shelby County. So we digress. But look, if you're wanting to move out of Shelby County and want to move into Hernando or into DeSoto County, there, there's only one person or one team that you want to reach out to when it comes to residential real estate in DeSoto County. And that is our 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They have over 25,000 closings since 2009 on the residential side of real estate. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which simply means they are available whenever you need them. They are currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. That is a free, no-obligation market analysis to learn the value of your home, what's going on in your neighborhood, what's going on within a mile radius, what things are listing for, what things are selling for. There's never been a hotter DeSoto County market when it comes to residential real estate, and you do not want to do this alone. Reach out to Brian and Terry and their team at Team Couch or Birch Realty Group at 662 662- 449-1700 that's 662-449-1700 or find them at teamcouch.com that's teamcouch.com for your free no obligation market analysis well Derek as the temperatures stay around 100 degrees you know what seems like all day long a lot of people are outside barbecuing enjoying their outside enjoying their back patios if you're wanting to improve your barbecue improve your grilling improving your entertainment friends and family you definitely want to stop it by the how to barbecue right shop how to barbecue right shop is located right here on memphis street in hernando this store has everything a man needs for barbecue crawfish and all of the kinds of outdoor cooking Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or a really cool high-end smoker, Malcolm's Shop is your place. If you've ever seen his How to Barbecue Right YouTube videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can give them a call at 662-912-9947. Again, 662-912-9947. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. That's H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to stop by the How to Barbecue Right shop located on Memphis Street right here in Hernando. Thank you to Rochelle and Malcolm for being our 2021 studio sponsors. Well, Derek, on our Tuesday show, we always start out with the words from the weekend. I typically let you go first. Uh, you had a busy weekend. Give me your words from the weekend. Matt, my word for the weekend, toddler. Toddler, okay. Toddler. I had the wonderful opportunity, or I guess we had, my family had the wonderful opportunity of hosting my nephew. I uh, talked about it a little last week. Uh, he was came into town and stayed with us. My brother recently had a baby. Uh, he was one week yesterday afternoon. Uh, he was born uh, last Monday, so he's one week What's old. What's his name? Uh, his name is Ben. Okay. Uh, named Benjamin Barr, after my brother, Benjamin okay. Barr, big line. So, <laughs> triple B. Uh, my nephew Ward came into town, and we had just a wonderful weekend. You know, really, you know, I guess what I, you know this, because you have a, a daughter who's six, um, and so you remember three years ago what she was like when three. It's been a while since I've had a three-year-old. Uh, I guess I'm out of um, the parenting shape, had to kind of whip myself back into shape. 
Uh, three-year-old boys do not stop. True. Uh, I had kind of forgotten that. And so, but we did a lot of things, had a great time Friday evening, took him to the zoo, went to the swimming pool, uh, just did several things. Uh, everything, you know, he thinks is amazing. He really took to my daughter. Uh, loved Allie a lot. I think that he saw Bo as more of a an adult, a man, uh, because he's bigger than I am. But uh, Allie, he still saw as somebody who could play with and bother and tease and that kind of thing. So again, it was just a great weekend. Picked him up in Jackson, Tennessee, uh, about three o'clock on Friday, and had him back in Jackson, Tennessee, at two o'clock on Sunday. So just a, a wonderful, you know, first time we've ever done that. And I told my brother, anytime he wants to come again, we'd love to have him. Well, yeah, you should do that more. Like I told you, let's be a better uncle. Let's well, let's not be a better uncle. It's just you know, think about. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. I know. I'm busy. Um, you know, it's just tough. Uh, but you know, it was helping them out. They were really appreciative. Um, and but again, he just uh, loved having him. Um, but man, it we're absolutely wear It'll you wear out. out. Yeah. And look, we know your brother listens to the show, Bar Big Lane, up in Nashville. We want to say congratulations, definitely from the podcast. What a good, good guy. Can't wait to see him later on. The, hopefully this fall, going down to, mm-hmm. for the Saints game. Which we got to get started on that. By the way, you're not involved in that. We Who are. That? Look, my word from the weekend is fairly simple. My word from the weekend is classy. Last Tuesday, my word was proud as, or pride, as in proud to drop my daughter off at the Distinguished Young Women Scholarship Pageant, that type thing. A lot of people listening know it as Junior Miss, if you're from that area down there, Jackson, Mississippi, and around that area, Junior Miss program. A scholarship program, just a wonderful thing that she went down. DeSoto County has never had a, a representative. So she won uh, or was approved from a, like an at-large standpoint. My wife's first cousin was the 2008 Distinguished Young Woman of Mississippi, and she was the national first runner-up for the National Distinguished Young Woman of wow. 2008. And so Mariana Breland from Forest, a little shout out there. Heather's Aunt Mitzi has been heavily, heavily involved and wanted Hannah Grace to do this uh, literally ever since she was little and wanted her to be a part of this program. They just don't have it up here. It's not up here. They didn't have it in Natchez. They didn't have, well, they, didn't have, no they don't have it up here. It, yeah. uh, they have a Lafayette County representative, and I think as far as north as Starkville, we, are, but we were by far the farthest drive of anybody else. Yeah. But my word from the weekend is classy. It was a very classy pageant. Just let's just say some very classy young ladies were on stage. Just well-rounded young ladies. Uh, the lady who the, the young lady who won was from Forest County, so in the Hattiesburg area. Uh, she's going into the Naval Academy. Wow, uh, Derek, she got up there. Her talent was a violin, and let's just say she's really good for a seventeen-year-old on the violin. Her fitness was uh, was wonderful. Uh, she just did a really nice job, and we wish her uh, the best. But my daughter finished in the top ten, so very proud of her. But just a very classy organization. And I did say this to the lady who served as the, as the 2020. Uh, distinguished young woman of Mississippi, Gracie Bassett from uh, Clinton, Mississippi. I just told her, I said, in a world of, you know, my daughter has had to start following her from a social media standpoint uh, over the last year, over the last several months. She's very classy and she puts herself out there as classy. In the world of, uh, you know, how many likes can I get and how short can my shorts get and booty shorts and stuff right. like that to get likes. Keeping it classy is is underrated. So if you can hear our voice and you're a parent, thank you to one of those young ladies for sure. You know, we try and preach to our daughter that you can still be beautiful, still be pretty, and you don't have to show more than, than, than needs to be shown. So. Yeah. You know, congratulations to Hannah Grace for hard work. Her, her week was just awesome. Derek, they get to stay with a host family, so they get to be housed there, and they treat them like queens uh, for the week. So classy was my will be my word from the weekend. Uh, so very proud of her. And um, like I said, the Distinguished Young Women, so DYW is what it's called now, formerly Junior Miss, which a lot of the women that are listening to this know and have been to those pageants before. So just a good weekend. Well, let's talk about something that was successful or is successful, Derek. There's no arguing with that. Before we get rolling into the show, the crew of Fernando Golf, tournament which took place on the 15th july 15th we did not talk about it last week because we wanted to get hard numbers 
the crew of Fernando was able to raise $15,300 from the golf tournament that we talked about for about what seemed like four, five, six weeks in June. Derek, you were there. Tell us a little bit about that day, kind of how it went down, and just talk to us about the, what the $15,300 could possibly do for the teachers all in Hernando. It was a fantastic day. You know, we, we limited the teams to 20, not because we wanted to limit it, but because of the number of carts. Um, there's a cart shortage nationwide. It was hard to try to find other carts to bring in. We did ask some teams to bring their own carts, which they did, so that did allow us to get to 20 teams. Uh, but we easily, I mean, it was a pretty fast round, four to four and a half hours, I think four and a half at the most for a couple teams. Most everybody else finished in four hours. Uh, very quick uh, afternoon, fun afternoon. Uh, we had different tents on holes, you know, serving beverages, uh, a lot of, you know, give and take, and just a fun day, you know. And so, again, we, but between that, the entry fees, the hole sponsors, the tents, the raffle, we had a raffle at the yes. end. And so all that added up to what you said, a net of about $15,300, well, which is just an absolutely fantastic, our first absolutely. year to do it. Uh, now, in the past, we've done raffles. Some of y'all may remember that we had done raffles. Uh, we raffled away green eggs, ice chest, you know, kind of those Yeti ice chest, those sort of things. But this year, we're looking for doing something a little more and be involved because, you know, it's been two years since we've really done anything. And we were able to raise $15,000. So, again, through the raffle, that the most we ever did was eight. Uh, we doubled that um, with this uh, golf tournament. And that's going to allow us, the most teachers we've ever chosen were about 15. Now, because we've raised 15,000, we're going to be able to do somewhere between 30 to 32 teachers, depending Correct. on, you know, if everybody maxes out at $500. We'll minimum 30. of 30. We're going to be able to help a minimum right. of 30, yes. So, uh, really looking forward to making those selections. Uh, we really do encourage the Hernando teachers to apply. Uh, that, you know, we would love to fund all of them. Uh, we're just not quite there yet. That is a goal of ours. Uh, we've already, we had a follow-up meeting. I uh, already talked about um, maybe adding, you know, what it would look like for a second flight, what it would look like to maybe, you know, when there's not a, call, a golf cart shortage, could you do maybe two per hole every other hole? You know, there's all kind of discussion trying to get the number of teams up. And then also, of course, looking for more sponsors uh, sure. next year. But again, first year, uh, a lot of good activity. It was a great follow-up meeting and uh, everybody came away very, very happy. But the main thing, every dime will be spent two teachers and so sometime in September, we'll sit down, select those teachers, and they'll be announced uh, at the uh, award ceremony at the end of October where those will be handed out by the DeSoto Economic Council. Your mom is a teacher. My mom was in education. She was a teacher for years and then a principal as well. Heather's dad was in, a, in education. It's something that's definitely important to us. Uh, your wife works for a school, not necessarily as a teacher, but definitely works day-to-day -day, uh, in a school setting. So, look. We could not be more proud to live in Hernando, and part of that are the wonderful schools that we have. And if we can be a part of raising a dollar or fifteen thousand dollars for the uh, the teachers here in Hernando, it's been a great program. We get to have fun and raise money. Uh, Susan Fernandez and the Soto Economic Council—they're the ones that really work hard, uh, you know, getting the teachers. So, look, if you are a Hernando teacher, you definitely want to apply for the Soto Economic Teacher Grants that you probably know all about. If you don't know about it, your administrator there at your office at your school, the principal, vice principal should know exactly what we're talking about. Please, please, please apply. We have more the ability to, to fund more than ever before. So we really appreciate our teachers, appreciate the wonderful school system that we have in Hernando. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, assisting uh, with that. So great job by the crew of Hernando. Great job by the sponsors all across the city of Hernando. I mean, there really so many different hole sponsors would seem like five or six per hole. Uh, we'll just mention that the UTW podcast was a uh, hole sponsor. On, on number 11. On number 11. Number 11. Yes, on number 11. So you typically pull push yours right on number 11 yes a little bit right actually i hit that one 
decently well. Um, it's a couple of times if I do strike it, you know, too too well, it'll go in the water. Oh, there you go. Because okay. I do pull out the driver, thinking I can do something. Probably should t- always go three wood. Do you pull the driver out because you're irritated about what happened on number ten? Is that oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, number ten, though, of course, they've shortened it up, so it's right. not as bad. But yes, not a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Autumn meetings are not this week. That's going to be next week. School's coming. Just an awesome time here under the water tower. Uh, but we do want to mention something real quick, and we're going to talk about it. Grace Askew, Grace Askew is one of the one of the ladies with us this coming Friday night. Water Tower Sessions, Derek, our tickets are really taking off. Yeah. A lot of people that were going to be out of town since we had to cancel. The rain came through for the Friday, July 16th show. Had to cancel that. Man, our, our tickets are really, really moving fast. Our VIP tables are almost sold out. If you're interested, you may really, really be interested after you get a chance to listen to Grace. Grace's music was actually the bumper music for the beginning of our show. Mm-hmm. And it'll be the music at the end as well. So we definitely meant to mention that. But, but Grace asked you is who you heard on the start of our show today. Uh, so Derek, not a whole lot going on in Hernando, not a whole lot going countywide. Everybody's getting ready for school, but statewide, this affects us because if you're looking for school shoes, my dad always called them school shoes. If you're looking for shoes and things to happen, tell us about the tax-free weekend, state of Mississippi coming up. That's right, Matt. It's coming up this weekend. They will have the, another sales tax holiday. It'll start at 12.01 a.m. Friday, July 30th, and continue through 12 midnight on Saturday, July 31st. So it does not include Sunday. Really? Like, again, it is Friday uh, starting at 12.01 a.m., so all day Friday, all the way until midnight Saturday, July 31st. Does, does, do, do the folks in Shelby County know it does not include Sunday? Does not, oh, well, they'll <laughs> be down they, here. They really like to come down well, that time. Absolutely. Yeah, well, they, they, they're going to be a lot of fights. Oh, man, they they're going to come down. Sunday, yeah, that's, that. that's how we get them right there. But they come down, they come down thinking it includes Sunday, and we, we, we ring no. that tax up on them. Again, 12.01 Friday to midnight Saturday night, the state 7% sales tax will not be added to eligible items. Now, there is a list. You need to go to the Mississippi Department of Revenue's website to find out what exactly are the eligible items bought in stores uh, that will be allowed across the state. Um, it will apply to all statewide purchases of uh, clothing, footwear, and school supplies with a price tag of $100 per item or less. Items not defined as clothing or footwear will not qualify. Items sold at $100 or more will come under the state's 7% sales tax. So again, it must be $100 or less. Uh, it will include clothing, footwear, and school supplies. But again, I encourage you to go to the Mississippi Department of Revenue website if you have a question about what you may buy, if there's something you're looking for, will qualify. This is not the time to buy a brand new television no. or come not, on not now. We have people. When you can. Oh, you can't. You're right. going to pay your 7% sales well, tax. I know people that probably would run out and get that washer, dryer, and stuff like that. Yeah. No, no, no. Only <laughs> for school supplies. Uh, mail, internet, or telephone purchases made this weekend. Do not qualify. Do not qualify. So do not. You have to go in store. Of course, and being Hernando, we do prefer to shop local, shop sure. small. Um, but again, anything that has to do with clothing, footwear, or school supplies for school, hundred dollars or less will be eligible. But again, I do recommend you go to the website. Any item bought during the weekend and return to the store. Now, some of y'all may say, "I'll just buy and return it." If you return it to the store after the holiday, we'll get the weekend price in exchange. But exchanging one item for another after this weekend will require a sales tax on the new item. See, I'm upset about this. What about rubs, saucers, thermometers, cast iron, cutting board? What about those things? Mm. Only if you wear them. Well, Only you know, you, they, wait, do, wait, they, they, they do, do have, have t-shirts. Yes, they have a lot they have of t-shirts. t-shirts and hats. Yes. Does an apron count as a, uh, a clothing? I mean, I would well, say so. I would say go to the Mississippi wait a Department. Home Ec. Hello. Mississippi Department of Revenue website. <laughs> if you have a Home Ec class, that could qualify. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, again, go to the website and type in Malcolm Shop. 
and we'll see if they qualify. You know what? Show up at Malcolm's shop this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Just walk in and say, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little school shopping. Well, that's something I've always thought that was pretty neat, Derek. I am a little surprised by the Sunday, though, because I can imagine on those Sundays people come down. But I'm telling you, there's going to be some people showing up on a Sunday to shop for school clothes, and they're going to be surprised by the tax-free and thing. I'll so, we'll be honest. I don't know why it, they cut it off like that, like you said. I don't know if it has to do with Sunday because, you know, it's Sunday, uh, just being a— Whoa, whoa, I got an idea. On Sunday, church clothes. You should be able to get tax free on church clothes. Or, or it, it rolls into August first. So I'm mm. wondering if it has to yeah, do with yeah, the end yeah. of the okay. month. And that's why they cut that's it what off. It is. Yeah, yeah, that would make total sense. But I like my church clothes idea. You can buy church clothes tax free on, on the oh, weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with church Very clothes. Very neat. School's right around the corner. Definitely time to uh, school shopping. Like I said, my dad always used to call them school shoes and, and stuff like that. My dad used to love when we would go school shopping. Never went with us. I don't think my dad ever went one time with us. But he definitely uh, paid for it and he enjoyed to see what we had picked out for school clothes. So definitely uh, appreciate that. Uh, uh, shout out to Robert Crane there for always having us nicely dressed. Podcast brought to you by North Mississippi Dumpsters. North Mississippi Dumpsters is a local small business that's open seven days a week. They offer fantastic prices on 13 and 20 yard dumpsters. They're roll off dumpsters that are carefully loaded and unloaded as to not cause any damage to your driveway. They currently service DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. They not only accommodate professionals in real estate, house flipping, landscapers, new construction, renovations, and business disposal, but also are great for homeowners who need to clean out their houses, yards, attics, basements, or sheds. Again, they carry 13 and 20-yard roll-off dumpsters, and you can give them a call at 901-299-0916. That's 901-299-0916. But the best thing to do is to visit their website, desotodumpsters.com. You can find pricing. You can book a dumpster. You can book when you want it picked up right there on their website, or give Joe and his team a call at 901-299-0916. Thank you to North Mississippi Dumpsters. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Well, Derek, sometimes in the dog days of summer, that's when you want, might want to make some changes, do some different things outside of your commercial or residential property. And if you're looking to do those changes, now's the time to reach out to our longest sponsor, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Their services include leaf removal, tree trimming, summer cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading, anything you need outside of your home or commercial, nothing too small, nothing too large. 
reach out to Richard and his team at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or you can find Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. Or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Derek, it's our first of the week show, and that always includes the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. If you've tuned in for the Grace Ask You interview, our interview with Grace will be happening in just a few moments. Had a chance to sit down with her for about 10, 12 minutes, visit with her via telephone. Seemed like a very nice lady, uh, a huge part of the uh, thing we have coming up on Friday. But before we talk to Grace, before we uh, include her interview, we have the DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to you each and every week by the DeSoto County Museum. Rob Long, the curator there at the DeSoto County Museum, would love to show you around love to show you all about the Soto county museum located right across from bank corp south here in hernando on commerce street 9 a.m to 5 p.m tuesday through saturday Derek, the Soto county fact of the week we were in the 60s for about three straight weeks this week's gonna be a bit something different you said rob was out of town so we kind of had to scurry and find a Soto county fact of the week what you got matt we actually will stay in the 60s the 1860s. Oh, wow. Okay. Dr. Angus Leslie Emerson was born on May 7, 1865, around the time of the surrender of Southern forces at Appomattox and just after the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln. The Emersons came from England before the Revolutionary War into Pennsylvania and migrated to Virginia and North Carolina. Dr. Emerson's nickname was D-Doc. He had three brothers and two sisters. Dr. Angus Emerson married Harriet, or Hattie Whitley, in 1900 at the Hernando Baptist Church. Dr. Emerson first practiced medicine in Eudora and Oak Grove, and then built his clinic in Hernando. The Emerson Clinic was located on the second floor of Lee's Drugstore, above the drugstore and corner barbershop, operated by Barbara Wayne Lee, father of DeSoto County's supervisor Michael Lee, and the late Harvey Lee. Of course, we talked about this building before. The sprawling building burned to the ground in 1986, but memories live on of Dr. Emerson, who often paid house calls in his horse and buggy. Dr. Emerson, excuse me, died in 1943. His 1909 leather doctor's bag is now on display in the DeSoto County Museum, which will soon be joined by Dr. Wadsworth's medical diplomas and other memorabilia after Dr. Wadsworth passed away. Uh, His son, Charles Whitley Emerson, called Dr. Witt, joined his father's practice in 1930, and like his father, Dr. Whit Emerson made house calls, often with his beloved canines, Dopey and Spot, who slept all day under a bench in his office. Family rides often ended with supper at Spencer's Cafe across from the family practice. So again, just a wonderful family. Emersons have been here a long, long time. We still we know some Emersons sure. uh, in the area. Uh, and then just a great, uh, I guess, two-generation of doctors who practiced uh, on the square in a building that unfortunately is not there anymore. Derek, we really do take for granted small towns. You know, in the turn of the century, 1900s, house calls. Those were still happening. Those people, I mean, the doctors came to, uh, the, you know, the homes. They are huge parts of small towns. 
uh, always have, always will be. Uh, obviously, they don't, they don't make house calls now. Thank you, Rob. We hope you enjoy your vacation wherever you are. The Soda County Museum, every Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Rob and his team would love to show you around exhibits and those type stuff. So, well, Derek, as we mentioned, second Water Tower Sessions coming up this Friday night. If you enjoy singer-songwriters, if you enjoy live music, if you enjoy, well, let's just be honest, Derek, if you enjoy when it quiets down a little bit and the singer-songwriters get the opportunity to talk about the songs that they've written, the opportunity to say, hey, here's what I, uh, I wrote, here's why, here's what I was feeling. They tell you the stories behind it. Grace Askew, Mallory Everett, and Stephen Michael all on stage on Friday there at the Panola Street Courtyard. Tickets still on sale. VIP tables are moving quickly. Way more ticket sales uh, since we had to postpone. A lot more people in town. So if you're thinking about coming, you definitely want to jump on and get that today. That's right, Matt. I'm really looking forward to it. And again, we're talking about phenomenal talent. I'm going to be on the stage Friday night. Cannot wait. I'm really excited. Again, there's still some tickets left. Uh, not nearly as many as there were a couple of weeks ago. So please, well, we did open up a couple spots for people to get a little more tickets. So please go ahead and get them. Uh, it will be this Friday. Open starting the door starting at 730. And uh, one of the women on stage, uh, as Matt mentioned, is Grace Askew. And we'll go to her interview now. Excited to be sitting down this afternoon. Uh, Grace, thank you so much for giving us a few moments uh, on the phone to uh, just learn a little bit more about you and what we can look forward to on Friday. Yeah, no problem. It's my treat. And so did, you grew up in the Mid-South, correct? I'm a sixth-generation Memphis girl. Oh, wow. um, lots of Mississippi roots as well on both sides of my family. Well, we're certainly looking forward to uh, you being a part of the second Water Tower Sessions. Uh, going to be this Friday night. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a bit hot, I can assure you that. So rain canceled us two weeks ago, but this week we're going to do our best to uh, keep it as comfortable for everybody as possible. Well, Grace, tell us a little bit more about, like you said, Sixth Generation Memphian, no stranger to the Mid-South by any stretch. Tell us a little bit about songwriting and how you came to uh, you know, that to be a profession for you. You know, I think that was just music has always been my number one thing since I was a little girl. There's never been anything else in my life that I was drawn to more. And it was my best friend. I was a very much a child that enjoyed my alone time and preferred to just lock myself up in my room all day and write little songs and poems. And and then I picked up guitar at 13. It all came together. It all Life made sense when I picked up guitar at 13, all those little poems I've been writing, you know. I could put it on guitar, and, and I felt like I wasn't so misunderstood in the world because music helped me feel that kind of part of my identity. Memphis has got, obviously, incredible, rich history. Uh, it always draws me back. I've lived in many places, and something about it always brings me back. Oh, absolutely. The Mid-South is just a wonderful place. Uh, we love Hernando. I mean, obviously, a podcast called mm-hmm. Under the Water Tower. I mean, we're a water tower town, so we started yeah. Yeah, So we started out calling it that, and, and really, we're going to be more focused countywide, but it took no time before we figured out our, our advertisers, the people that were listening to us and enjoying what we did were right here in Hernando. So would would you describe yourself as a young girl or when you were younger? I mean, was it kind of an introvert and you that in the poems and your writing was just like you said, it was your best friend? Yeah, I mean, I just um, I think I didn't. I was actually it was probably mostly that I was shy. I'm not an introvert by any means. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I was just like awkwardly shy, you right. know. And I think it's being a sensitive child, um, you know, it made me more creative. I feel like in that sense, most sure. sensitive. Most songwriters are a little bit more sensitive kind of people. Right. Um, but uh, I think that's kind of our, our superpower in a way because vulnerability is the, one of the hardest human things to deal with. But it takes vulnerability to be a truly great artist. 
How did you begin to have the confidence to start sharing it with others, sharing your talent with others? Uh, what brought that about? That's the most important part of it all, right? Like, yeah. um, I, I had very encouraging family members around me that just wanted to see me, you know, express myself and, and were artistic in their own way, for sure. I grew up with an interior designer mother and an engineer father who was in creative in his own right and still is. Um, and, uh, I just think I, I was very blessed and fortunate in that sense to have parents around me that just, you know, let me be myself. You mentioned that you started to kind of write poetry or write poems and then picked up the guitar at 13. Did mm-hmm. So definitely the, the, the poem and the, and the poetry came first, and then you began to put music to uh, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that, you know, music is obviously my identity, and it has been for over 15 years, but writing was always kind of the deep root of it all is the, the writing not necessarily being on stage and being in the spotlight I, I can kind of deal with not having that in my life perfectly fine right. <laughs> but I have to write every day that's part of your day I mean it's just what you do just like breathing you can't turn it off yeah I always talk about uh, artists and people like yourself. It's a blessing and a curse because it's such a blessing to to have that part of yourself. But at the same time, it's a curse that you cannot turn off. Middle of the night, you wake up and there's there's an idea there. Yeah, and it's also not as glamorized as people who don't write songs. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that glamorous. It really isn't. It's a blue-collar approach that I have to my craft because it's not – inspiration is fake inspiration doesn't exist you first start writing and then the inspiration comes to you You have to get to work first do you um some of the songs that you've recorded to to date i mean are there are some of those songs going to date back as as far as the first ideas the first thoughts the as far back as some of the poems that you wrote as as an early teen oh no i'm definitely better than i was hopefully (laughs) i consider myself better than i was at 16 sure you know i don't i kind of like to move forward and not hold on or cling on to old song ideas i think we we all have it in us to get better every single day so do you um you obviously songwriters like you said maybe off air we talked about vulnerability do you feel um i mean you've written with with so many different people I actually had an opportunity uh, you, you've written with mallory in the past um uh, mallory everett mm-hmm. that we'll see on friday which we mentioned before um showing vulnerability and, and working with other people when it comes to songwriting is so much a part of that just not being um selfish for for you know lack of a better word or greedy with a song that uh open to help uh um, you know you help them and they help you correct yeah, I mean, I'm also, you know, at this point in my life where I'm coaching one-on-one um, people in, in co-writing, virtual co-writing sessions, who have never written a song in their life, have never picked up an instrument, and the whole key takeaway from my lessons is it's all about the process, not the product. You show up, and you dare to suck, and you don't get too precious with the art. You just have fun with it and, and put pen to paper. When it's all said and done, let's have fun, right? Life's too short to not have a good time. Well, and speaking of a good time, this coming Friday night, we're really excited to, for you to, to travel to Hernando, Mississippi. Uh, we, we're really excited just to welcome uh, you and Mallory and Stephen. We know Stephen well. Uh, been working with him now. Uh, this is, again, our second uh, show. We got rained out two weeks ago. We were so excited, but it just didn't work out for us. For this coming Friday, uh, which should be a lot of fun. We've uh, had made, you know, our ticket sales have certainly increased with people being back in town, getting ready to kind of close out the summer. What can our audience expect on Friday night when it comes to Grace Askew, when they come to see you from a songwriter standpoint, what can they expect uh, from you? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, just a southwestern, southern gothic kind of approach that I always have. It's kind of a mixture of 
slide guitar. I'll probably bring my resonator down and uh, lots of just storytelling, you know, kind of both fiction and real life. I like to pull from both. What are some of the areas that you have lived in? You mentioned a few minutes ago that you've lived in a number of different places. What are some of the places you have lived all across uh, the country? Um, I mean, I kind of lived on the road. I have for 10 years in my, you know, big diesel truck. I travel by myself for the past 10 years and living in motels and booking all my own gigs and from Manhattan to San Francisco, kind of driving all over. But I've lived in New Orleans and Boston for Berkeley College of Music and then went to New Orleans for business, uh, music business school. And then, um... I've moved to New Mexico and I just recently moved back from New Mexico again. So, um, you know, just I like quirky kind of places in America <laughs> for sure. And I definitely I include Mississippi in that quirkiness. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that for sure. I, I grew up close to New Orleans, about 65 miles north of New Orleans. So that was where we went for obviously, you know, Saints fan and all that kind of stuff. So New Orleans was, what our, was the town. It's called Franklinton, Louisiana. It's about uh, huh. 65 miles north. It's north of Covington. Oh, yeah. So, in, in, you know, just on the North Shore but the farthest north part of it and stuff. So um, New Orleans, a a great city. Uh, Love New Orleans. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a really neat city. If you you can get lost in New Orleans, not lost in a bad way, but lost in New Orleans, just the the old mystique of it, just a wonderful city. Yeah, definitely. Well, look, I don't want to take up too much of your time, and we certainly appreciate you coming on with us and visiting with us. Um, we cannot wait for Friday night. We really can't. We, we, we've encouraged Stephen to maybe, uh, you know, let y'all sing two to his one. So, <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it, too. So if you can hear our voice right now, come out and see Grace uh, Askew, Mallory Everett, and Stephen Michael this coming Friday night. Uh, Grace, we appreciate you sitting down with us for a few minutes. I can't wait course, to meet you. On, you. Can't wait to meet you on Friday night and and put a, a face with a name. We're really, really yep. looking forward to it, and we wish you nothing but the best from the UTW podcast. Thank you so much. We want to thank Grace for us, I guess, sitting down with Matt on the telephone. Uh, as you can tell, us come on the telephone. <laughs> she may but, have been sitting down. Well, she may have been sitting down. I was she sitting down. Uh, but we do uh, appreciate her, you know, giving some of her uh, Monday afternoon to talk with Matt and just to uh, kind of reminisce about uh, everything. And just really looking forward again to hearing her on stage. You can hear more of what she talked about, more of her stories uh, Friday night, along with the songs that she, you know, hand wrote. All of these are singer songwriters. They're singing their songs, no covers, nothing like that. So again, if you want to enjoy that uh, here under the water tower. Come see us Friday night at 7.30. Didn't want to take up too much of her time yesterday, uh, but we really appreciate it. And I'm telling you, we cannot talk about it enough. We really feel like this show is, is – and Stephen would even say this. Stephen and Michael would even say this. Mallory Everett and Grace Askew are two forces uh, when it comes to, to, to writing and singing and performing. We hope you attend with us on Friday night. Well, that's going to be on Friday night. And the following Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., is the Hernando Farmer's Market. The Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agriculture traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh, local experience. For more information about the Hernando Farmers Market, or if you'd like to be a vendor, you can reach out to Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director, at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092. The Hernando Farmers Market takes place from May 1st 
through October from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. on the historic Hernando Square. This weekend is Kids Weekend. Kids Weekend will be this weekend, the last Farmer's Market of July. Derek, it seems like two seconds ago. I can't believe Farmer's Market's been going on for three months already. Three months. Absolutely amazing. We really do appreciate them being a, a an advertiser. We hope we've been a big part of the uh, Farmer's Market for this uh, spring, summer, and soon-to-be fall. 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Please visit the Hernando Farmer's Market. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. We continue to say we're right up against school starting back. Uh, So basically, summer's starting to wrap up. But if you're looking for summer plans for next summer, next spring break, this coming Christmas or this fall, maybe a trip for a football game or something like that, you definitely want to reach out to the ladies at Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, a tropical getaway, a cruise, a Gulf Shore family vacation, anywhere across the country, Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here under the water tower. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or find them on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. Again, that's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. North Point Christian School continues to enroll for 2021-2022 as some grades are getting close to capacity. PK, JK, 3rd, 8th, and ninth grades are close to being full. Come see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. North Point is honored to have been voted DeSoto's best middle school and DeSoto's best high school by the DeSoto Times Tribune. Come and see why they have been voted best. Contact Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127 or email her at s-s-h-e-r-o-n at ncstrojans.com and schedule your personal tour. Don't delay. Call today. Derek, as we finish your ad about North Point, it is absolutely amazing how fast summer has flown by. Uh, your son will be a senior at North Point. My daughter will be a senior at Hernando High School. Uh, hard to believe Hannah Grace had to go pick up schedules today. Uh, she's getting ready to paint her senior parking spot. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff, kind of tradition there. Um, you know, and if you know Hannah Grace at all, she's going to halfway <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's going to halfway do it. Now, Bo will just pour a can of – they get to do it too, and he'll just literally pour a can of paint out there and maybe write his name. Uh, Bo, a little, little, little chalk or something like Bo number 62. <laughs> yes. Bo Big Lane. Done. That's it. Not Hannah Grace. That's not how, how they roll for sure. Well, we have some – Awesome interviews coming up, like we mentioned before. Uh, going to sit down with Corey Alston hopefully in the next 30 days. We're going to have our first of what will hopefully be every couple of months with Chip Johnson in August. Uh, we're going to sit down with football coaches. We're going to talk to principals. We're going to talk to movers and shakers here in Hernando and DeSoto County for sure. But we really appreciate Grace Askew sitting down 
for about 10, 12 minutes with us uh, via telephone uh, to talk about what we can expect this coming Friday. Do not forget to get your tickets. Water Tower Sessions. If you're looking for something to do on Friday night and your wife has said, hey, take me to dinner and let's go do something, I'm telling you, you're really, really going to enjoy that. If you have friends that maybe want to do something together, maybe think about getting a table. It's going to be an awesome, awesome event. Something we have added to the VIP tables, a couple of bottles of wine, a cheese plate. So you do get a little bit of hors d'oeuvres and that type of stuff there for the VIP tables. Look, and it's not very important person. We call it VIP tables. It just simply means uh, you're going to get the best seats in the house. And we really appreciate uh, that support. A portion of the proceeds does go to the DeSoto Arts Council. So we really appreciate that. So get out, take your wife to dinner, take them to the uh, water tower sessions. We hope you enjoyed the interview with Grace Askew, and she will be one of the main events this coming Friday night. Well, look, if you enjoy our show each and every Tuesday and Friday or Tuesday and Thursday of last week, look for us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Wherever you can hear my voice, please give us a five-star review. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can hear my voice, please click on a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing and we really appreciate it. I just mentioned we're going to try and sit down with Corey Elselton sometime in the next 30 days, talk about Hernando Schools, about UTW Podcast listeners and, and what affects them. You definitely want to go find OB Pod. That's OB Pod. They sat down with Corey uh, last week, and it was just released on their episode yesterday morning. So OB Pod, Corey Elselton, the superintendent of education here for DeSoto County Schools, the largest school district in the entire state of Mississippi. They interviewed the gentleman who runs it, Corey Elselton. Go find that show with OB Pod. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. No more walls around here, only boundaries. I've waited year after year for anything to save me. Yeah.